0: Ion MPI, brought to you by DigiKey this week at Silicon Labs. Lady Ada, what is the new product introduction this week?
1: I'm glad you asked. Yes, this week is from Silicon Labs, which I call Scilabs, even though I know that's not technically their name, but I'll try to remember to say Silicon Labs. Um, So this week's uh, ION MPI is on... Oh, maybe it does...
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna go
1: with okay, okay, okay. Uh, For the um Silicon Labs EFR32 MG24 dev board, but also the chips. Uh this is an adorable little dev kit that's under 40 bucks and is a great way to get started with their chipset. It has uh debug interface as well as you can see uh STEM IQT slash quick sensors, a microbus compatible GPIO port that's also you know 0.1 inch spacing for easy uh connectivity. Um, so buttons and of course the EFR32MG24 chip, which can be used to do, uh, which is a Cortex M33 that also has a radio in it that can do stuff like ZigBee and also uh, use with matter. Um, so this is a series of chips that's used in that dev kit, so we're going to kind of talk about both uh, because if you get the dev kit, it's probably because you want to um, integrate this chip into your design so um as mentioned this is a cortex uh m33 and they at 78 megahertz I think it's up to 1.5 megabytes of flash and up to 256k of memory I think like the smallest is maybe uh half a K of flash uh, half a mega flash and uh half uh, 128k of ram but also it's got a ton of peripherals um one thing that Silicon Labs is famous for is their crossbar which allows you to kind of connect any peripheral to any pin they've got um, lots of timers and uh, ADC and um, low power mode they're very good at the low power integration and of course the built in radio which is kind of what you're here for you know you can get all sorts of Cortex M33s but it's not really common to get one that has a 2.4 gigahertz radio in it and Silicon Labs also excellent at their radio stacks so um you know you could use this just for plain Zigbee but in specific uh or you know BLE it looks like they actually have support for that as well which is kind of cool um but what I think they're really pushing for the chip to be used for is not just Zigbee or maybe BLE but specifically to be used with matter which is a kind of new and uh, new standard way for internet of things home devices to connect um so you can check out here's all the MCU peripherals Uh, We won't talk about those. You you can see them. And, of course, the the low power modes you can get under uh, 33 microamps in an active sleep mode, um, up to down to 1.3 microamps uh, in a deep sleep. So that's really, really low, much lower than um, other Cortex chips that we know, or even Tensilica chips. So Matter, which uh, is a new high-level application layer for wireless protocols that want to connect to stuff in the home or in the office. Um, It's from the uh, Connectivity Standards Association, I think is the name, the CSA, which used to be the Zigbee Alliance. And um, Zigbee, you know, you're probably aware that they were used for stuff like uh, Philips Hue lights um, and other home automation sensors and control boards for home or office automation. Zigbee is a very common protocol because it's extremely low cost. Sorry, a, a transport because it's extremely low cost, very simple, uses 2.4 gigahertz, which is, you know, free to use band. Um, the antennas are easy to get. Chipsets are easy to get. Um, you can go into low power. You don't have the thing with Wi-Fi where you have to have an access point and a password. You know, it's usually done by our SI, uh location or, um, you know, you're pressing a button on something so you know that you have to synchronize. Problem is, is that everybody had their own, um, oh, sorry. One second, uh, not six, day back there. Um, everybody had their own, um, Zigbee or other low level, um, protocol application level on top of Zigbee that would make it not work. So for example, your hue lights would not necessarily work with any other, um, controllers or light systems that you'd have in your home. So every time you bought something, you'd have like these little, um, siloed, platforms and integrations that wouldn't mesh together, pun intended. So the idea behind Matter is that you would be able to interoperate with any device and controller inside the home. So you won't have to sort of start from scratch with creating custom gateways um, and custom applications and protocols. For each little device, you can have a temperature sensor and it'll work with everything that already exists in the Matter ecosystem um and this is useful because so much stuff in IOT has different transports so for example uh you might have um you know an airpod that or HomePod that uses Wi-Fi and you might have uh, you know a Facebook portal and that connects over Ethernet you might have stuff that connects over Bluetooth or cellular or Zigbee or Z-Wave um, or even LoRa or 4. uh, 4.33 megahertz bands all these transports usually not only are they of course you can't have uh bluetooth connect directly cellular without having a gateway but also the application layers above them would be customized so if you look at um was often called the the seven layer osi model the transport layer four and below you know that's what is ethernet wi-fi zigbee whatever but then everything above that layers five six and seven would also be custom. And that's what Matter is trying to replace. So don't think of Matter as something that is inexorably tied to ZigBee. If you're creating something with this Silabs chipset that uses 2.4 gigahertz, the goal is that it would be able to interoperate with devices that are using Z-Wave or Bluetooth or cellular or Wi-Fi because they would share that upper three layers. Um, And speaking of layers, don't forget (laughs) seven-layer burrito also another another example of seven layers Uh, so this is we're talking about sour cream and above here all right matter um so uh and this is a nice diagram from google you know and speaking of google this is one of the nice things about if you decide to go with matter is that no matter your protocol or your hardware google apple um sorry google slash nest apple and amazon all basically agreed all their stuff is going to work with matter. And so you can have your little device work with these, you know, very large companies. You don't have to worry about like, Oh, are they going to change something in the protocol that will push me out? Or do I have to uh, pay them a licensing fee? You might have to pay a licensing fee to matter, but you won't have to pay a fee or develop for each individual, um, home pod slash nest cam slash, um, you know, Facebook display slash Alexa. Um, so interoperability is what you're going to get. Of course, it adds, um, your layers of, I would say complexity, but of, um, abstraction. So you do need to have a fairly good chip because there's security layers on top of this, um, and the application layers. And you have to have it, of course, fit well within, um, the matter framework. You can't just kind of make up your own thing. You really want to use their own SDK. I think that's probably why the MG25 comes with so much ram and so much flash but it's also really nice because you have a lot of room to add uh, encryption security and um, layers of checking and interpretation so that you know you're not going to have um, very basic errors with buffer management that stuff's taken care of for you and uh Sci-Labs has a lot of chips boards and um, software stacks and resources for people who want to use Matter with their IoT devices. Honestly, if, you know, you're starting now, you're probably in a company and you have to create um, a home device. And, you know, now you can't just have it be battery operated with a couple LEDs. It has to connect to the internet. It has to connect to the rest of the devices in somebody's home. Um, It has to be controllable from somebody's phone. Instead of having, you know, a custom Bluetooth app for your Bluetooth device, if you make it use Bluetooth, but have Matter as a Uh, application level compatibility, you don't have to worry about having it work with HomePods, Alexa's, Nest, whatever, you know, iPhones, Androids, it'll just magically work sort of like if you want to have a website, that website, you can write the website design on a Mac, but you can view it on Windows or an Android or an iPhone. Um, It is a standard, so part of that is that, um, and it just seems to be based on uh, IP from TCP/IP. Um, you get to choose your transport. In this case, we're talking about Zigbee, of course, but you can also use, you know, Wi-Fi or Ethernet or cellular, whatever. Um, so you know, if you need to step up from the throughput rates, but also the power rating of Zigbee, don't worry, you can always. Um, change the underlying transport and keep that upper layer of matter compatibility part of that is though you will have to be certified so you can't just throw something into the matter ecosystem and put the matter logo on it and say okay you know i'm good to go you have to play nicely with everything else because there's going to be a lot of devices all talking to each other um, on whatever transport and whatever gateway and you want to make sure that you behave nicely you don't overwhelm devices you don't bash on their um um you know like you don't ddos the um host controllers and you don't interfere with the, the addressing that you would have for other devices on the same transport and so certification is something that you're going to have to go through um that's not surprising though you know if you do bluetooth or zigbee you have to get that certified anyways so you know this is certification you're probably going to go with check out um there's a white paper from silicon labs on how to certify your devices, of course, if you start with a known SDK and hardware, it's going to be a lot easier. And then there's also um, DigiKey and Silicon Labs. They just had a um, webinar that you can view on demand. You just register with um, you know the, I think it's the um, on on twenty four service, and you can view the webinar at any time. And of course, there's app engineers at Matter ready to help you out um another fun fact about the uh mg24 series is um this ThinkPlus matter from spark fun, which was released could be a really uh, another really nice uh hardware dev board that's feather wing compatible has uh, also stem qt port quick port um and has the EFR um, 32 chipset and also circuit python support I will say that circuit python support doesn't have that matter layer yet. But if you want to just get started with this chip and learn the peripherals and and how they act and behave, um, Silicon Labs did do a a CircuitPython board support package um, for this chip family, which is kind of nice. And then chips are in stock, um, various sizes of flash memory and pinout. Uh, Here's one, for example, that's in stock. It's about five bucks in quantity, and there's a thousand ready to integrate. So you don't have to worry about you know chip shortage you know you sign up for something and you don't get it for a year or two uh, they're in stock for immediate integration there's also ready to go modules that have passives and antennas pre-tuned for you they're a little more expensive but you'll definitely get into production much faster and of course uh the dev kit in question there's over 250 in stock and under 40 bucks and i think it's a great way to get started because it has the J-link and USB and pinouts and everything ready to go, uh, so you can plug and play with a lot of hardware. Um, lots of sensors are available. You know, Adafruit we have at DigiKey stocked. You know, hundreds of different STEM UT sensors and sort of SparkFun. They have quick sensors. You can go use a quick to Grove adapter uh, to get your um, whatever IOT sensing element you want to have done, and then you can work on the matter layer and software uh, using Silicon Labs SDK. And
0: in stock. 257 at the time of this viewing.
1: i am about to. Yeah. Um,
0: and then there's a short video. We're going to play this, and then we're going to roll right into- All about
1: Matter. What is Matter?
0: Matter enables developers to create devices that connect to experiences and ecosystems of user's choice. But there's a really important feature in that statement. Ecosystems, as in more than one. With multi-admin, a foundational feature in Matter, users can connect Matter devices to multiple apps and ecosystems locally, securely, and even simultaneously. Right now, choosing the right IoT device can be challenging. Users need to take extra effort to determine if a device they want will work with their ecosystem. And for those smart home users who have more than one preferred app or ecosystem, family members may have different brand preferences for their smart home, mobile, or other control touch points. Or they may want to share only specific devices with people in their household or those that visit and take care of it. To enable this today, product developers have to support each other's ecosystem protocols. Users have to manage more complicated purchase experiences or, with multiple ecosystems, navigate setup and account linking across them where adding a new one is a painstaking process. Today, sharing devices isn't always possible, or it requires sharing more information and devices than users want. Multi-Admin lets users connect their devices to any matter-supporting ecosystem they want, whether that's a single product developer's app or multiple smart home platforms. Users can control which devices they share with which systems on an individual level, and can easily add multiple devices to a new ecosystem to try out new experiences. Multi-Admin truly delivers on Matter's promise of user choice and interoperability. It lets users choose the brands and devices they love, choose the experience and ecosystem they'll work with, and know that their smart home will be able to grow with them and the choices they make in the future. Matter, it's what connects the world. Hi,